Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall be changed. For this perishable body must put on the imperishable, and this mortal body must put on immortality. When the perishable puts on the imperishable, and the mortal puts on the immortal, then shall it come to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin. The power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Death does not have the final word. This is more to the story. I am your host, James Jones. Welcome to another episode of More to the Story. I want to apologize for this episode being late today. This last week has been a blur. Extremely busy with church services and funerals. I've attended two funerals in less than a week's time. One of them was for a family member on my wife's side of the family. I played the piano and my wife sang and spoke, but this last funeral we attended was for a family we were acquainted with from our church. And I had the honor of speaking that service, so preached twice on Sunday and ministered at a memorial service earlier this afternoon, and tonight we'll be speaking again in our anchor meeting. It's been busy, so it's been a very busy time, so please don't hold it against me if this episode is shorter today. But thanks for joining me, spending a few moments with me here on the podcast. I hope that this episode blesses you. Like, share, and subscribe. Comment on our posts on Facebook. We'd love to get to know you just a little bit more. Share this with your friends, but let's begin. Loss is hard. Anybody that has lost a family member or friend that they were close to, they know how hard loss is. The grief, the mourning, the tears, the questions, the memories you never got to make, the trips you never got to take. Loss is hard. And I think that we would all agree that humans don't take loss very well. They don't take death very well. It breaks us. It confuses us. It leaves us with so many questions. Humans don't take death well at all. I don't think there would be any debating that. But there's a reason for that. Because humans were created to live forever. Humans were not created to die. We were created to live forever. We really were. God's original intent was for man and woman to live forever. Death was brought by sin. Sin brought death into the human race, not God. And because of that, death is very foreign to us, and it's hard to handle because we were never meant to die, but we were created to live forever. We were made with eternity in mind. God created us to live forever, and live forever we will, just not here. We will still live forever, but earth is not our forever home. Heaven is. The old song says, This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world 
anymore. I love the old heaven songs. This is what Jesus said in John 14. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. Jesus went to prepare a place for you and for me. And I credit, I credit this next point to the Kingdom Speak podcast. I heard Pastor McKillop talk about this and say this, and it really resonated with me. But, but did you know that Jesus didn't say that mansions were being built or in the process of being built or that they were in the planning phase? But Jesus said, in my Father's house are many mansions. They're already there. They are already built just waiting on us. The translation there is mansion, but really uh, it's a room. It's an abode. That's what the word means. In my father's house, there are many rooms, many places to abide. So I want to ask a question. Did you know that God has already prepared your room in heaven? God has already prepared your space in your spot. So if you're wondering today, is there room for me? wonder no more because yes, there is room for you. It's already been prepared. There is room at the table for you. There's room in heaven for you. There's a spot in the church with your name on it. God has a place for you. We were created to live forever, and that's why death is so hard on humanity. It breaks us. We find it so hard to handle because we were not created to die. We were created to live forever. Um, Philippians 3 and 20 says, but our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. I love that. Paul says our citizenship is in heaven. We may be citizens of the United States of America or Actually, we have listeners abroad. You may be a citizen of the government of, of Canada or um, of Germany or the United Kingdom or Ireland or Japan. We have many listeners, and I th- I'm thankful for everybody that listens. But our citizenship really is in heaven. If you're born again and you're part of the church, you are a citizen of heaven. No matter how bad life gets down here, never forget this is not your home, but you are a citizen of heaven. Because, let's be honest, life down here can be rough. Our bodies get weak, our bodies get frail, our bodies get sick. But one day, this old, weak body will be transformed into a glorious body. We'll have a new body, free from disease and sickness, free from pain and heartache, free from troubles and struggles and and worries and cares of life. We'll have a new body. Sometimes we get so burdened down with the cares of this life, the struggles, the worries, the bills, the sickness, the violence, that we forget this is only temporary. The Lord himself, Paul said, the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and the voice of the archangel and the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him in the clouds and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Jesus is coming back to take the church home. We will have a new home. We will have a new home. It will be a glorious place. Streets made of gold, 
Gates made of pearl, walls made of precious stones like jasper. No violence, no death. The lion and the lamb will play together in the field, a place where God himself will wipe the tears from our eyes. What a day that will be. Amen. One of my favorite old songs, what a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see, when I look upon his face, the one who saved me by his grace, when he takes me by the hand and leads me to the promised land. What a day, oh glorious day, that will be. One of my favorite heaven songs goes like this. You may have never heard it, but this is how it goes. Don't you weep for me when I'm gone, for I won't have to leave here alone. For when I hear that last trumpet sound, my feet won't stay on the ground. I'm going to rise with a shout. I'm going to fly. I'm going to rise with my Lord in the sky. Heaven is near and I can't stay here. Goodbye, world. Goodbye. Won't it be wonderful there? Heaven will be wonderful. There will be shouting on the hills of glory. And the glorious gospel of Jesus promises me that if I will believe in Jesus and I will follow his teachings, that I can live forever in heaven. And so I end with this. In the book of Acts, chapter 2, there was a preacher named Peter. He was preaching this wonderful gospel, and a man in the crowd asks the preacher, asks Peter a question. He said, men and brethren, what must we do? Peter, I hear what you're preaching. I want that. I want Jesus in my life. I want to live forever in heaven. I want to go to that wonderful place. I I want that room that Jesus had prepared for me. What do I need to do to be saved? And Peter said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For this promise is unto you, to your children, and to all those that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call this promise of salvation, Peter said, to be able to live forever in heaven is given to me and it's given to you and your children and your children's children and anybody that's afar off. This promise is for anybody that's willing to repent of their sins, be baptized in the name of Jesus and be filled with his spirit. We were made to live forever. We were made to live forever. Death does not have the final word. Jesus does. Give your life to Jesus. Find you a church. Plant yourself in the church. Repent of your sins. Be water baptized in Jesus' name. Let God fill you with the Spirit. Be born again. Follow his teachings. Keep his commandments. And let Jesus bring you into this wonderful body of believers. Won't it be wonderful there? Won't it be wonderful there? Thank you for joining me today. I apologize. It's short today. It's a busy weekend, a very busy weekend. But I wanted to jump on here for just a few moments and share with you something that I always love talking about, and that is heaven, because heaven is my home. Heaven is my goal. This is a race that we are running. This is a race that we are running, and there's a finish line, and on the other side is heaven. I've got to make it. I've got to make it. I've got to finish the race. I've got to cross the finish line. I've got to hear Jesus say, well done. I want my feet to leave the ground when that last trumpet sounds. Amen. And I hope you do as well. Like, rate, and subscribe. Thank you for joining us. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. May God bless you.